People who say money can't buy happiness obviously don't know where to shop. Bo Derek. When we last heard from our adventurers, they had tricked a squad of goblins into letting them leave with their treasure and their lives, were stranded in a field by the Brobdignagian making its way onto Sharn. Its injured first mate, emerging from the forest shortly after, joined their party as they trekked on to the city of Sigilstar. I think there was also a bird or something? I don't... eh, whatever. So let us now take a peek into what happens to adventurers when they have a new city to explore. And so, the story continues. As you all approach the city, you notice that, whereas you were coming over Flamekeep, the big thing that you noticed was the spire and the beautiful architecture. Rather than silver being used to create a lot of the designs, a lot of it is crystal and glass. It's what's known as Flamic architecture, because it is designed to sort of honor the silver flame and that, that those ideals. But it seems like a bunch of the architecture, it's a lot of cubes and triangles. Imagine if someone tried to use stained glass to create 3D structures. Okay. That's, that's what a lot of it looks like. Wow. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of places that have clear crystal and glass that almost seem to draw in the light and shine it across the city. It just looks, especially the rooftops, look gorgeous. As you all approach, there are guards outside the town. There are a lot of people that are coming and going. And Jessica looks around for a bit, thinks for a moment. Oh, shit. Tomorrow's stir the 14th. So? What? What's so special about it? Silver Tide. I have no idea what you mean. And that is? Is that the football team? <laughs> the shifter team? No, no, no. We They got sold to Flamekeep last year. Oh, uh, shit. I mean, I played a little in high you... school. <laughs> Dude, I was all mountain. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bash Brothers. <sighs> Machine. Jessica asks, what do you all know about the Silver Flame? They're on fire. And they're not gold. These are both correct. So, the whole story with the Silver Flame is that thousands of years ago, there was a Coatl that battled against the Rakshasa that live up towards the Demon Wastes. And when they sacrificed themselves to the Rakshasa at bay and the Lords of Dust sealed within Kyber, it became a symbol of the faith, the Silver Flame, long before the Speaker got set up over in Flamekeep. On the 14th of Larvion, this month. They have Silvertide, which is tomorrow. The cathedrals are going to be filled. People have come from all over Thrain. Everyone who only sort of shows up to church on Sundays will definitely... So that means we're invited to the barbecue? Uh, that is the good part. That means people are a, a lot more friendly during this time as they're trying to live up to the ideals. I mean, yeah. we're going to that works. barbecue. And as they get, as y'all get a little bit closer... Some of you notice that the guards and a few of the citizens who are mulling about by the, the entrance give a very strange look to Reese, uh -oh. to which Jessica uh, recognizes that and immediately takes her cloak off and throws it over Reese's shoulders, uh, uh -oh. pulls it together. Yeah, I uh, forgot about that. So let's, uh, let's, let's go into town and maybe you should find a change of clothes. I pull the cloak tighter. I see your point. And with the cloak not on... Notice that a lot of her armor has the same type of geometric designs with the architecture around. And seeing that, the guards are like, all right, okay, I guess he's cool. Good thinking. You want to tell us about that, buddy? Who's proficient in history? I am. I am. Go ahead and roll that. Does anyone else have? 10. 11. That's enough to know that Thrain and Karnath do not like each other anymore. Oh. Most especially because of the siege on Shadokar and some other campaigns. Karnath did not treat Thrain very kindly during the war. Some people are still a little bitter about that. Uh, which one is Re- Karnath. It's not something I'm proud of. Yeah, we're all growing. If I had any choice, I would have had nothing to do with that damn war. I understand. We can find a tavern and get some drinks and maybe we can talk about it. Yay, feelings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up, Elf. You don't feel anything. Tavern, yeah, tavern. <laughs> Let you drink a little, you know? Put it off your chest. Yeah, yeah, I like the way you think. You may not want anything to do with it, but uh, as long as you look the part, it's going to be a little hard to blend in around here. Point taken. So, Diana, uh, since you're at the top of initiative, one of the first things you notice is that this place is a metropolis. They have large population, especially with tourists who are in town for festivities. Or what kind of tavern or inn do you... Well, 
that that is a toughie because I would like to stay with my new friends, and I assume that since we have two hundred gold, we can get one of the higher end places. So I guess I turn to the group and I say, "Hey, you want to go get some nice fluffy beds and some big bathtubs, and then go shopping?" Yes. So nice fluffy beds and big bathtubs. Extra big. You approach a large establishment that is bearing the sigil of House Galanda. It is one of the Gold Dragon Inn establishments. You step through the doors, and there's a, a matri, matri d, is that the word? There's a host standing near the doors. Ah, yes, uh, is there anything we can help you all with today? I say, yes, we would like six rooms. Uh, Jessica, do you have room? Oh. Or would you <laughs> join us? Seven? I'm, I'm very sorry. All of our rooms are taken up for the festival. Perhaps another inn might be able to accommodate you. Could you pass us to an inn that may? Um, I might try towards the, the merchant's quarter. Yes, probably the merchant's quarter. Reese. Yes. The party is directed towards the merchant's quarter. A few inns in there, some of them not not branded as Gold Dragon, but still bear House Galanda's symbol, meaning that they're, they're at least three-star. And as you all enter... Uh, oh, yes. Uh, is there anything I can do for you, sir? I'm uh, bundled up like a homeless person in a blanket. <laughs> and I say, uh, yes, my friends and I here are just uh, looking for some shelter for the night of this lovely establishment. Oh, I'm very sorry. All the rooms are filled up for the uh, festivities. Not the first time we've heard this. Uh, maybe if you get close to the docks, there might be some places open. Close to the docks. Anywhere you could send us particularly, sir? I don't really uh, go down that way very much, unless I'm going to the dockside bar. Wonderful. Well, a larger smile upon you. Thanks for your help. Ah, you all arrive at the the dockside area. Yeah, this is the the poorer part of town. A lot of the places look a bit ramshackle and put together roughly. Uh, however, there's a young child who is barking. You need a place to stay. We've got we've got room down here. Room here. Anyone needing a place? Well, it looks like this is our spot. Can I do an insight check? I don't trust little kid. They try and pick pockets. My mama always told me about this. I don't trust it. <laughs> Roll your insight. Oh my gosh, natural 20. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's the first one. You definitely think that if this kid was coming towards you on the street, he would be trying to walk away with your gold. With with him with him being a barker, he he would try it, but he's he looks like he's got to stay in place for a while. Okay, then I hide behind Chris and follow super close to Chris, like super close. As you all approach, there is a sign above the inn that says Turin's. Turin. You all need a place to stay? Yeah. You got one? Oh, well, come on in. Turin's is a great place. We've got plenty of room downstairs for people. Come on. Come on in. I'm with rats. Okay. And sure enough, rather than going up into any rooms, there's a bar. There are some tables with some uh, interesting looking gentlemen surrounding them drinking ale you can smell from the doorframe. Lead you all down these stairs and into a basement area that has been kind of put together. Like there's about eight beds in this basement room. It's a great place. It's only 10 gold. That's better than the woods. Is it? <laughs> uh, the far cry from the Brabignanian. Nope. We're going to hear the end of that one. <laughs> no. Chris, Pharaoh, and Reese roll insight. 13? 12. I got 12 as well. Chris, that sounds a little high, but then again, you've been used to camping outside, so you're not really familiar with prices. Thero and Reese, that that would have been too much to pay for the rooms you were staying at back in Reckonmark. Are you sure you uh, you sure you can't come down on the price a little bit? It is kind of a basement. All right, we need five gold, but uh, you know, can't get lower than that. Ten gold for all of us, one time. Chris, go ahead and roll. <laughs> roll intimidation. That's a nine. The kid straightens himself up cocky. You can always try and find another place out here. Oh, there we go. There it is. So you have to excuse our friend here. He doesn't get into town much. You know, he lives out in the woods a lot. So I, I, I'm sorry about that. No, 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 no. He's got the right idea, man. I think this place is a shithole. 12 bucks for everybody, bro. Go and roll your intimidation. 12. 12? Uh-huh. Well, big man, I ought to charge you double because you need two beds. God damn it. All right, Jules. Can I... <laughs> Hold on. Here comes Hold Green. on. I wander within 10 feet to say, actually, activate Fey Presence, and I say, actually, it's just going to be one gold piece for the lot of us. What is the save on that? 13. 
Are you charming or intimidating? Trying to be charming. I don't really want to scare the poor child. All right. This the seven of you. Gold a piece to be fine. Uh, so seven gold. There we go. Let's fucking pay him. You all have found your lodging. Now, what do you want to do in a in a big city like this? Let's go down initiative. Diana, what is your pitch? I pull out some paper and I go, "All right, guys, this is my list. Um, I would like, in no order in particular, to <laughs> the post office, a healing store, a magical store, and a regular store. Anybody else got some thoughts? Bar gamble now." Yep, I was about to say, I look at Reese, and I say, dude, let's go find the bar. I'm trying to play some tunes. Resupply and possible drinks afterwards. Is there a lab I can get some space at? Jessica laying down on one of the creaky wooden cots. Oh, damn. Um, Yeah, over in the Merchant's Quarter, there's an Alchemist Guild that you might be able to talk to. Excellent, thank you. And Chris. Yeah, well, city sucks, so I'm just going to hang out with whoever's shopping. You're my best friend, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Jessica comes up the stairs with y'all and says, "I give me my cloak back later, but uh, I'm going to go check in with some people and let them know what's going on, as well as get a few more bones put back into place. And she takes off. You hear the kid talking to the bartender. All right, so they talked me down this much, but uh, here's your cut. And the bartender's like, my fucking cut. <clears throat> before she disappears into the city jessica does point you back towards the merchant's quarter but then tells reese and trey that you know unless unless you're looking for some more highbrow entertainment some bars and games going to be down this way for the doc club actually do need a a good change of clothes before i head out in any public so I'll, i'll tag along with the shopping before the bar actually and i need to get a fresh change god dang it Sorry, I'll probably get my ass kicked if I go into a bar dressed like this. Come with us, Tracules. I promise we'll go to a bar afterwards. I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise. I'm not going in no stores, but fine. That boyfriend who just stands outside Victoria's Secret is uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for holding the bags, Tracules. <laughs> None of those stores carry my size anyway. So you all head to the merchant's quarter. It is bustling with tourists and moving about. Enjoying all the sights and sounds, getting ready for the festivities tomorrow. Creve, you notice immediately beakers, mortar and pestle on a sign that appears to be the alchemist. Excellent. Catch up with you guys later. Probably at a tavern, I'm sure, but you won't be hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> later, nerd. From there, you see a, a few selections of item shops, curio shops, and then one curio shop that its sign is shimmering and shifting as it wants to let you know. This is where you get the good stuff. Fancy magic stuff. Here. I want to go in that place. Oh, uh, Reese probably needs some clothes. Yeah, this could cause a scene if I don't get this changed up pretty quickly. No problem, pal. You go into one store. It's, it's one of the less populated. There are some very fine clothes run by a young lady. And she turns an interesting lot of you. Is there anything we can help you find today? Uh, yes, indeed. I'm just looking for some standard clothes. Accent the scale mail here. You know, it, it's, it's a little cold just with the with the breastplate. So a little nicer here. We we beat this Carnathian scum up on the way through this town. We really kicked that scumbag's ass, but he fucked my clothes up. So I just have to wear this for now. So if I could, uh, we just need to switch this out. I feel disgusted wearing these clothes. <laughs> she beams. Oh, well, absolutely, sir. Please come down. We have a wonderful selection of the latest Flamic styles. Oh, wonderful. Carnathians, am I right? Oh. Bunch of corpse fuckers, absolutely. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Damn. Fat. Damn, damn. Got dark. Quick. Cue the music. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and that's how we get demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we were monetized in the first place? All right. Right, right. So. <laughs> she leads you around a lot of the outfits seem very very minimalist very normal plain type things then there are some that look almost like someone was trying to recreate the architecture and different colors and angles to create shapes and well that is cool i favor that try some of that on it'll be five gold for the whole outfit five gold you say thero go ahead and roll insight you're at advantage man they both suck uh four <laughs> is the highest uh you try to give it a once-over because you worked with fabrics for so much of your life, but with some of the, the weaves they've got around here, it's really hard to tell if that's actually worth that amount. So 
Yes, just five gold. I pay up. Lovely establishment you have here. Very nice. We do our best here in Thrain. Can I come in and ask for a fur coat? Or look for a fur coat, rather? You step in, you crouch to get through the door, and the young lady looks up at you. Uh, hello, sir. How how can we help you today? Ma, I want a fly-ass, like, bear coat. Like, I'm, I was sitting out there thinking y'all wouldn't have nothing to fit me, but I know y'all's got some bears around here. I want a coat. Uh, well, I mean, Braylon is more known for bears than we are, but we, I, we don't do any custom work, and I don't think we would have anything in your size. However, however, perhaps there is a trapper's guild in town. You may be able to talk to them about something that would be more suitable for you. Ah, fine. Word. So, Diana, what were you looking for? I'm done with the clothing store, and I want to go to the magical items shop. As you walk in, it has the feel of a curio shop. It has various trinkets and shiny things on shelves, some of which with various price tags. And back behind a small counter, there is a, a very eccentric-looking man with white hair that is shot into different directions, and a bunch of weapons lined up on a... Not quite pegboard, but that same idea. They're just up on uh, racks behind them. Oh, well, welcome, welcome all, welcome. Uh, what can what can we help? What can we help you find today? Oh, I am browsing, and so what kind of uh, healing potions? We'll start with that. Do you have any healing potions available for sale? Oh, I don't deal with anything as mundane as healing potions. You should talk to the alchemist guild for things like that. We have magic. Ah, could you tell me about some of your magical items then? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We have this right here. And he pulls out three swords, a long sword, a bastard sword, and a short sword. These are fun little things. Uh, they're called moon swords. Uh, they glow like torches so you can see in the night. Oh, how exciting. How much would one of these be? 50 gold apiece. That is a definite possibility. Do you have anything else? Oh, um, 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 uh, yes. We also have these right here. Uh, very, very popular amongst bow-using fellows. Uh, bracers of archery. Yes, braces of archery. Wonderful thing. Oh, yeah. You rang? Only only 150 gold. Jeez. <laughs> you don't have a uh, phased plasma rifle in the 40-watt range? No, we sold out last week. All right. Well, I guess I'll take the bracers. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wonderful choice. Let, 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 and, let, me, uh, let me look at them. Just let me look at them. Oh, absolutely. Take a look. And he sets them on the counter. Well, what about some adventuring gear? Like maybe a, a bag that holds a lot of things or maybe like bracelets that work for a party to talk over long distances to each other or, you know, some adventuring magical items maybe? Well, I mean, we've got a bag of holding. How much would that be? Mundane is that. Um, Buy it. <laughs> the bag of holding, 100 gold. Okay. I will definitely take the bag of holding. And I hand him 100 gold. And you have my 150s. Another 150 gold. We do have uh, this guy here. He just just kind of went on clearance. Um, as, uh, no one really really liked them, but it's it's a javelin of lightning. Oh, that's very interesting. Well, uh, just one javelin of lightning. Uh, well, yes, but um. Does it turn hand like a? Oh, it's um. <clears throat> Yes, well, when you, when you throw it and you speak the command word, which I, I won't say out loud in just, just in case, don't want to, don't want another instant like last week. <laughs> no, <know what> I mean, <laughs> uh, it turns into a bolt of lightning. Now it can only be used once per day, but um, you can pick it back up and use it again. That sounds very exciting. How much did you say that was? One fifty. Well, you see, we just don't have that kind of money. Could we bring it down to one hundred? Roll your persuasion. Nope, that was a four. Very sorry. It's uh, that's the lowest I can go. Uh, we've had it at about three fifty for the past few months. Well, then in that case, wave Chris over. Do you by chance take credit? And I gesture to Chris to hand him the the line of credit that my mom had and hope <laughs> that this is extravagant and she's going to cut me off. Don't leave home without it. Well, hold on a second. I have a question. Answer. Is the javelin usable as just a normal javelin when it's not lightning capable? Yes. I want it. Okay. Then, never mind. I take my offer off the table. Chris, put that back in your pocket, and I gesture to Trachele. Yeah, I just kind of give her the eye, like, shh, I'm going to do this for us. Can I use intimidation to try to bring his price down? 
surely there must be something we can do. Wouldn't want nothing to happen to you or your shop. <laughs> Roll your intimidation. Noxero. <laughs> God dang. 150 is as low as I can go. If you're going to be starting threats, then you can go take that over to the Trapper's Guild or something where, where they enjoy roughhousing. That's the second person today to tell me. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm not paying. I, I want it, but I ain't paying it. Then I go back to my first idea, and I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. Never, uh, don't worry about him. Uh, well, I'm familiar with what you have there, but um, as I'm not associated with Kundarak or Galanda, you will have to take it to Kundarak Bank. There is a location here in the Merchant's District, but uh, you have to take it to the Kundarak Bank to pull that gold out first. If you have it, then yes, we can make a deal. Excellent, and I... I'll, I, will, I will hold on to it for you. That would be wonderful. And I give him a thumbs up and I'm like, well, guys, if you can't think of anything else you want, uh, I'm ready to go to the next store where the healing potions are. Putting on those bracers. What are the bracers? Plus two to damage with any ranged weapon. Nice. nice. Also gives you proficiency with longbow if you don't already have longbow. I has longbow. Yeah. <laughs> Creve. Yes. How you doing? You've been patient and quiet over there. I am new. Uh, Head into this alchemist guild. Here we go. As you walk in, immediately are almost overwhelmed with the various smells, aromas, and just it's a cacophony of senses. And there seems to be several potions along the wall that are already small price tags on them. It's all sorts of little glass vials and baubles and different equipment and bubbling <laughs> liquids. It's just, it's so beautiful. Ooh, I am home, ladies and gentlemen. I am home. <laughs> <laughs> and an older gentleman behind the, behind the counter there looks up as the, the bell rings on the door. Oh, hello. Oh, you're a sight to see. Uh, come in, come in. What can we do for you? Well, I'd like to rent some space. I've got some items here that I was looking to tinker and make into maybe some uh, weapons and some potions and stuff for me and my friends. Oh, well, if you'll bring all the ingredients, by all means, uh, we've got a table right over here. No, help help yourself. Oh. That's, uh, that's what we aim to do here. Knowledge and, and investigation and trying to learn new things. By all means, come. Appreciate it. How has it been this week? Oh, it's been, uh, it's been a little interesting. Um, with the silver tide coming up, a bunch of people are are wanting to feel a little redemption, so they're trying to... Lots of tonics to uh, undo their various vices. Uh, you know, alcoholism, primarily. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but also, uh, some people, since they're, they're out of town and they want to they want to celebrate a few... Um, some of the contraceptive potions have been doing very well among <laughs> the terrorists. I am sure that they have. All right, so you get to work on... What are you attempting to do? What I'm really wanting to do is see, you know, with the different blood and saliva and pieces of warforged and deer antler and manticore feathers and see what type of things I could craft, like maybe some poison arrows for my ranged friends or uh, maybe some sort of healing potion or some sort of devastating potion I can throw or, a, or even a smoke bomb. Since you do have a full uh, alchemist lab available, give me three arcana checks, all at advantage. Okay. That one was... So a 10 for that one. An unnatural 20, a 20, a 10, and a 9. And as the rest of the party walks in the door, ringing that bell, you all walk in as Creve standing in front of several glass vials, a puff of black smoke just in soot, just explodes up into his face. Oh, I go over and I'm like, Creeve, are you okay? And oh, I start is... trying to like wipe his face oh, with no. my bare hand. Oh, you okay? Don't worry about it. Fine. Stop slapping in. Have a cold. <laughs> oh, oh, I do love the pursuit of knowledge. Uh, welcome. How can I help you all? Hey there, Walter White. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to buy the biggest contraceptive potion they have. Well, that's the nice thing about the potions we sell. Strangely, you don't need a larger dose for being a larger man, so we can help you out with that. Uh, just a moment. He takes out a small blue vial and sets it on the counter. Says, yes, it's only uh, only five gold. Brother, I don't think this is going to fit. I'm going to be honest with you. They usually do. <laughs> do you have any lambskin contraceptive? Uh, fit? fit. Oh, young man, you you don't place it anywhere. You you drink it. Oh, word. Okay, cool. Um, uh, it's not a suppository. 
Jessica is coming back to the camp, correct? Asked the group. We think so. And it's a dirty, ugly basement. And your bed is like three feet away from the rest of us. So watch yourself. Give me two. Uh, but I'm only paying five for the two, dude. He sets his second vial up. Two for one special, correct? Um, no, still ten gold. Uh, can I try to intimidate him into the two for one? <laughs> Go ahead and roll it. So, twenty. If you're going to be rough about it, fine. Five gold. Perfect, I take him back. Anybody else want any? You sure? I heard it's gonna get wild. <laughs> That's all you, boo. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. The hell's he the rest of you want? <laughs> you know you've put him in a bad mood. Dude, if I'm a giant, she's, what is she, she's a halfling, you said? No. Korovar, same race as, uh. Yeah, yeah. and don't you forget it, buddy. You need a whole different spell if you're going to be, uh, for that. Um. <laughs> she's the same race as Diana. Oh. Same size as Diana. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. we're good. Everything's cool. I try and. Smooth over the ruffled feathers, and I go, I am so sorry about him. Uh, he's got his own thing going on. Could I have six healing potions? That would be three hundred. Excuse me? Fifty gold apiece. Turn to Reese, and I'm like, Reese, help, please. Oh, by all means, we should all try to carry potions since that boat left us behind. Something tells me we're going to be on our own for a while. So anything I can do to help distribute some potions with the group, by all means. Do you guys think we should buy one apiece? Seems like a good idea. Okay. Then I fork over 50 gold for my healing. So is, that, is everyone getting one? Well, I'm still trying yes. to see if I can make one for myself. <laughs> You're still tinkering over there. Yeah. Trey? I'll take one. All right. Reese gets one. Uh, Thayer, you wanted one? Yes, please. Chris? I'll take it. <laughs> so who wants to loan Chris one gold? Yeah. I can. I have 49. Yes. <laughs> is anyone else looking for anything in the market today? I wanted to go buy, I guess, a grocery type of thing. Like, I was thinking of getting, like, you know, common things. I also want to go to the Trapper's Guild. Get this man a rug. Yeah. We can go to the Trapper first. We need a bear rug. Wear it like a coat. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I want this fly-ass fur coat. You could have skinned the manticore. Don't give me any. Yeah, but the manticore wasn't that big. Yeah, it would have worked. God damn it. Well, I didn't realize I wanted a fly coat until Ric Flair came up on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it oh happened. Oh my god. What happened? As you all leave the potion store and the old man is kind of grumbling and such, you hear another explosion come from the alchemist lab where Kreeb is working. <gasps> Ooh, I am rusty. <sighs> Your friends are assholes. <laughs> yes, I... I Seriously apologize for the Bing one. I'm going to start working on him. I'm going to make something to keep him calm the next time we come around town. I do apologize for him. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Anything that is on the basic equipment gear, uh, there's, there is a shop that sells all that. You mean like the regular grocery store kind of Walmart situation? More like a 7-Eleven, but yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, guys. Yes. Um, do you oh, have any things. chalk? And signal with... He lazily points towards... They have them set up almost like screws at a Home Depot. There's just these bins along a wall. He just lazily... Okay. I turn to the group and I say, All right, I think our dragonborn friend is kind of rusty, and so I'm wondering if we should buy a bag of flour so we can use as an explosionary device, because it doesn't look like he's making any headway with any explosionary thing. Should we buy a bag of flour? It's two copper pieces. Everyone but Creve roll wisdom. Oh, crap. No, not, except Diana. Oh, Sorry. Thank God. You're the, yeah. <laughs> My wisdom's. Yeah, every, everyone but everyone but Creve and Diana roll wisdom. Tell me what you get. Thirteen. I got ten. Eleven. Natural twenty. Woo! Yes. Right on. <laughs> so Diana, you make your pitch, and everyone gives you this very weird look. Like the fuck do we need flour for? We're not making any biscuits. And Trey, you remember. When you and your brothers were young, you used to get all that grain flour. There'd be some left over. You'd pack it up real tight in like a wine skin. And then you go out, you shoot a flaming arrow at it. And man, that son of a bitch would just boom. Hell yeah, homemade fireworks, dude. We got to get this shit right here. And I got my mans that's a total archer, bruh. We're set. Okay, awesome. Right on. Okay. The lethargic gentleman behind the counter at hearing that statement lifts his head. 
flammable arrows are against the other wall. What? Anybody want to get me those flammable arrows from uh, from Lurch here? I got you, bro. I want fireworks. Oh, yeah. All right. How much, dude? Let's see arrows. 20 of them are one gold piece. For the ones that are prepped to be let on fire and not fuck up your shot, uh, be five gold for the 20. Um, I don't think so, man. I saw in the old paper there that you could do the upgrade to the good ones for the same price as the other ones. The price that's written, sir, is the price that we're selling for. <laughs> I don't think we're tearing down Paul Bearer. <laughs> well, the last time I was an asshole to one of these people, I was being a Karen and y'all got mad, so does anybody want to try to smooth talk this? Um, I think I do have persuasion, so I could give it a try. Just give them all... Yeah, you got this. I got a seven. And I was like, sir, are you sure there isn't a discount going on today? I mean, the festival's tomorrow. There should be a discount. Ma'am, you, like anyone, should know. Since the, the tourist season is in, things marked up. <laughs> Basic tourist economy. We've marked everything, you fuckers. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to argue with business. Yeah, all right, here you go. This guy's a stone. I can respect that. Oh my gosh, guys. We should buy some masks just in case we want to pretend to be bandits or like sneak into a castle and save a princess or something. We need to buy some masks. We need to buy some masks. Lady, I'm not sneaking nowhere. Listen, my freedom <laughs> are at risk. Damn it. Chris, you want to buy some masks, don't you, Reese? Reese, Thero? Thero, you want to buy some masks where we can be bandits together? Thero, please. I uh, d- d- don't don't get me involved in this conversation. Not so much. Commies wear masks. <laughs> <laughs> We've got bandanas and we have hood. If you want anything in that, you get to go to a clothing store. <sighs> one of those weird places where you make like domino masks and stuff. Okay, I sigh really heavily and I'm like, never mind. And I buy six signal whistles and one piece of chalk. Oh, and the bag of flour. We're going to round that to four silver. Okay. I hand him a gold. He should give me back. Gives you back six silver. Okay. Thank you. I give everybody a whistle. Oh, and everybody a piece of chalk, since everybody needs a piece of chalk now. And I say, don't lose these. Okay. I get, uh, thank you, I think. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something. Thank you. She is a tactician. Tactician. <laughs> I got what I can do with my mouth. Creve. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You tried the bits of manticore, and it exploded in your face. You played around with some of the feathers that you found and other things, and it kind of blew up in your face. But, you know, okay, but just, like you said, you're just rusty. You're just rusty. You're trying it out. You get the Dolgaunt slime, that wonderful, wonderful material. And as you start playing with it, heating it up, adding different things, there's a very noxious scent to it, as if it's not... It seems like it might be very... Very reactive, very chronic, perhaps. But you also notice that as you, you let the vial sit, a little tiny tentacle tries to, to poke out at the top and wave around at you. Oh. <laughs> well, hello there, little friend. Buying all that equipment, but still nothing to wear to the ball. If you're enjoying what you hear, make sure to give us a like on Facebook, share this podcast to your friends, and follow us as we begin growing our website over at sagasandshenanigans.com. Wait, website? Is this some drow shit? No? Alright, whatever. There we will also keep you up to date with the happenings of our wonderful cast and crew as they begin new adventures in podcasting. And now we return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Poker Tony tonight down by the docks. 100G buy-in, no limit. Winner takes all. Spread the word, but don't make a scene. Alright, go, go. So, Creve, as you finish up with your brewing and your mixtures, the old man behind the counter is still a little grumbly from dealing with your compatriots. And he looks over. If you do want to uh, keep working elsewhere, uh, you know, you're always free to come by. We've got a sale right now, only uh, 45 gold for uh, uh, your own supplies, if you'd like. Ooh, 45 gold. So again, with the, with, is that the Alchemist set? Alchemist supplies. 
I wouldn't then at that point need to go to another one of these places. Is that correct? You still have to have the time and a place to like put them all. But yes, you could then do it from anywhere you want. For 45 gold pieces, I will buy myself some alchemist tools. He loads up some of the you know, the mortar and pestle and the beakers and the little... I'll never remember the name of that stupid thing. Little bubbly things. And he puts them in a, a nice little leather sack for you. They've got its own little pouches so it doesn't knock around and risk breaking while during normal use. Hands it over to you, takes your gold, and wishes you a fair day. You have a good one, sir. And again, I apologize for the gang of idiots that came with me. They just don't understand science at all. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a unique thing to, to grasp sometimes, but uh, hopefully they, they won't let you down under any circumstances. Excellent. Well, I appreciate it. So I uh, bid you good day, and hopefully we'll catch each other at another time. Trey. Yes. Trey Hulies. You enter in to the Hunter's Guild. It looks about exactly how you would assume. It looks like a hunting lodge for a bunch of rich weirdos. <laughs> there are various normal-looking animals up on the wall. There's, the, there's some deer, a bear's head mounted. And then you see some more unique things. One that looks like a giant ant's head coming off the wall. Another one is a griffin from watching it rip that manticore to shreds earlier in the day. And one... You would almost say it's a dragon if, if you didn't know that most dragons would not be caught by anyone in this establishment. Word. Goddamn, boy. Y'all are country in here. That's this is word. I, get uh, I need a fur-ass coat, dude. I need something. If you got something real thick that would help with, you know, a little fighting, a little flexible, that'd be great. But uh, I need a fur coat. I don't care if it's just stylish. So the gentleman that turns as you are placing your request... He is a large bear of a man. Hold on. Is he bigger than me? No. He's as big as a human could get, and you still have about a foot and a half on him. He sees you and kind of puffs his chest out. A friendly like, ah, you know what you're doing. Right. I got you. He turns around, scratches his big brown beard, looks you over. Whew. It's going to take quite a bit of skin, but I think we can manage. (laughs) All right. What do you got? Comfortability is definitely going to be a, a big thing. So what I'd say we have in enough supply for you, and he goes over, starts pushing some things aside, and he pulls out this dark brown fur, comes over, sets it down. It's a nice thick hide. Well, we've got this brown bear here. Now this is going to be the lower end one. It would be five gold for us to make the, the whole thing for you. Now if you have more discerning tastes... And he goes over and he pulls out this white tiger-striped furs and comes over and sets them down. Now, this would be 20 gold because it's a lot harder to get the white tigers in down here. But we do have enough that we could do it for you. Do I get any benefits between one or the other? Is it just style and a profile? Under the right circumstances, looking more fly would help. Also, count as high-end apparel. Word. Would Jessica like it? Would it help me out with her at all? Uh, Come on, Bob. I will be styling and profiling. Now. Roll insight. Four. Uh, <laughs> minus one. Ooh. She <laughs> would love it. She would absolutely adore it. Hell yeah. I want the stripes, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Now, it's going to take some time for us to get it together. If you'd like to come over here for just a moment, I'll get your measurements and... We can have it ready for you by the morning. By the morning? No, 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 no. What can I pay you to get this done tonight? Because I need it for my plans later. I can't, and I want to look fly as hell. You're wanting it by sundown? By sundown, by the festival. Mm, 10 more gold. So 30 gold, and I can have it ready for you by sundown. Seven more gold. Eight more. Deal. Get it done. ASAP. All right. <laughs> he takes you over to a series of. You can tell that he's not necessarily Taylor's shop. He's using like actual rulers that he would use for measuring the plaques, but he's going to start getting your measurements right now, and we're going to go off to Chris and Diana. So you are heading to a local branch of the House Kundarak Banks. Yep. There are people bustling about, but they've got enough people in the bank to manage, and a young dwarf behind the counter waves you over. Okay, I turn to Chris and I say, hey, 
See if we can get out 200 gold and I'll split it with you. Do you take these cards? Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, those are the uh, the marks of credit. Absolutely. Uh, may, may I? Yeah, here you go. All right. And the dwarf takes it, looks over it, eyes widen, glances up to the two of you, shrugs, uh, checks out. And he takes it to the back in several moments, returns with two bags. He may have overheard that conversation as you approached. And two bags, each containing 100 gold. Yep. All right. And hand you the writ of credit back. Anything else we can do for you today? That is all for today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you again for choosing Kaus Kunderak for all of your banking needs. Ta-ta. Thanks. <laughs> I can't believe that worked. That worked. It's crazy. It's pretty awesome. Now I have to go to the message center immediately and uh, send this letter so that my mom doesn't cut us off. 10-4. That's what we're going to do. It's a little shop off to the side and very similar to where the House Kunderak Bank was manned by several dwarves that were moving about. There are gnomes all over this building, as well as several travelers and various people scribbling away on notes to be put into envelopes. As you glance around, there are many quills writing without anyone touching them in various places around the shop. As one customer finishes up and walks away, a gnome haggardly waves you over. Come, 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 come. What, what, can we, uh, what can we do for you all today? Uh, yes, I need to send a message to my mother. She's the matriarch of the house de Lorindar. He takes a moment, looks around, pulls out a small map. Da, 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 da. We do have a speaking stone location in Stormhome, so yes, that should just be... And uh, do, you have, do you have that written down for us? I do. May I dictate it to you to make sure that you understand my handwriting? Oh, it, it is written? Uh, give me, let, me, let me take a look. Okay. No, it's very concise, and you have very nice handwriting. Thank you. Especially for anyone in this neck of the woods. Yes, uh, no, absolutely. So that would be uh, da, 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 30 gold, 6 silver. I hand him 30 gold and 6 silver. We'll have that going out within the hour. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. I turn to Chris and I go, okay, what would you like to do now? You could have said, hey, Mom, sorry about the boat. <laughs> anyway. No. He needs to be told, okay? I don't know what they were thinking, and something needs to be inspected in that house. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know you're upset. I am upset. That was a beautiful airship. <laughs> no, it was really nice, especially when it was on its side. It looked great. Mm. I start to tear up a little, and I walk off. <laughs> Aw. Oh, come on! Perfect CW moment there. <laughs> Hallmark special. <laughs> Chickens, cows, griffin sows, whole hogs, and things from the bog. If it's meat, we can roast it. Come on down to Orcs Delight for our grand opening. Gold is on the line. The first citizen of Sizzle Star who can put away a whole slow roasted hog. So get your asses on down. Orcs Delight. Thero and Reese. It does not take you very long as. This is a very large city, so they do like to make sure that worshippers of the Silver Flame can get get to a, a temple. Or You do find that there is a temple nearby the merchant's quarters. <laughs> As you approach, you've noticed this architecture, uh, the stained glass, these wonderful geometric shapes. Here at the temple, it is where it is at its finest. Glorious depictions of knights in battle and soldiers for the flame as well as several depictions of the coatl, usually wrapped around the flame or depicted near the flame. And as you enter, there are some people who are attending and getting things prepared, but there's not seem to be a service going on immediately. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I take a uh, hit off my flask as I come through the door. <clears throat> What's going on in here? I look over it at Thero. I say I've been reflecting a little bit lately. I've been kind of... Wondered where this mojo comes from, this ability of mine. It just kind of turned on in war one day. I haven't really put too much thought into it, but I'm kind of curious where this power comes from. You and me both at this point. Well, I kind of stride around the temple, kick a pew a little bit, look at some of the stained glass, find somebody that looks like some kind of an official. Once they noticed that you were not there to assist, one of the priests in the nicer robes comes over. Brothers, is there anything we can do for you today? 
Oh, nice place you got here, I have to admit. Looks like stained glass. It's pretty. It's pretty. Well, absolutely. We spare no expense in honoring our dedication to the Silver Flame. I look around uh, at some of the healing going on. Does any of it appear to be based in magics or divine power, or is it just standard healing? You do not see any healing going on right now. Most of what's going on inside the temple right now, putting up streamers and uh, decorations for the next holiday or event. Oh, okay. Looks like they're setting up a spot for a potluck. Like a ceremony kind of thing. Yeah, they're preparing for a ceremony. What are you guys doing here? What's that, what kind of place you got going on here? A lot of, a lot of pomp and circumstance. What, what is this for? What do, you, what do you guys do here? Well, we... He looks genuinely confused for a moment. <laughs> glancing around. We worship the silver flame and thank it for all that it has done in protecting us from the evils of this world. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get all that. But what do you do here? What really happens? I'm curious. I'm getting a little more curious in the, uh, the world of the men of the cloth lately. <laughs> I... The worship, and I get, I get all that, but what, what's really going on here? We're very curious people. I, I can tell. Let's just say I found myself with some abilities recently, and I'm trying to investigate into the world of the uh, the gods, so to speak. I'm, I still don't know what's going on here. I kind of look at my hands curiously. You have recently discovered divine powers. I mean, I don't know if that's what I would call it. That's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of here. Have you pieced other living beings back together using only your willpower? Yes. Technically, that is close enough to what we would consider divine. It is possible that the power of the silver flame is acting through you specifically. Every now and then it does choose champions to step forward and do its bidding, such as the the speaker herself, who gets messages directly from the silver flame up in flame key. As far as what we do specifically, we are a community center. We are here for the people who need guidance and who need direction in their lives to help them find something more than just the everyday struggles of this world. All right. How about a, I got a pamphlet? How about a pamphlet? You got a book, something I could take with me to read on this? I don't know. <laughs> I look around. <laughs> we just happened and he goes over and there's some leather bound books. Some of the, the recent teachings passed down from the speaker. So if you would like take a copy by all means. All right. If this is the Silver Flame speaking to you, we would not want to deny you the ability to to serve it with gusto. Uh, Silver Flame, you say? Well, all right, we'll see. And I tuck it under my arm and wink at him and back towards the group. Be blessed by the flame, brothers. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, Did you have anything you want to do, uh, Thero? Take one last look around, like be a little bit more thorough before I head on out. Roll perception. I got a nine. Damn it. It seems like everyone here is working hard to get prepared for the festivities, but you do notice that there's, of the, the 10 or so people who are in here moving about, only three of them are actually dressed in robes. The rest of them are dressed in uh, common clothes that perhaps they are just regular common folk. On my way out the door, I want to see one of these robed guys and, and do some kind of nonsensical, like, symbol of the cross religious thing. I'm just going to make something up that looks ridiculous. Like, <laughs> they attempt to respond, but don't quite, don't recognize your dialect. There we go. Creve. Yes. You enter into the general goods store. Mm-hmm. There is an eccentric young man behind the counter. Oh, well, welcome, welcome. Yes, welcome. I... <laughs> oh no, this is the guy next door. Anyway, um, uh, yes. How can we? Uh, how can we help you today? What, what, what brings you in? I have a, a just a list of some general things I need to get a hands-on. I assume you can help me with that. Sure. Uh, let me know what you need. Uh, d- is it all written out? Yes. Yes. Then I will take it back to my uh, my helper uh, Amber, and she will uh, get those things together for you. As I need to get back. Uh, next door. Uh, 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 please here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he takes your list and disappears into the back. You hear uh, quite a bit of shuffling and commotion. After about a minute or so, a young red-haired girl comes back out with all of the things on a tray. Ah, all right, there we go. And uh, is there anything else we get for you today? No, that's it. Let's see. That red hair. That that is some striking red hair that you have. By the way. Well, thank you. 
I don't know if you know, but uh, red hair can have some very special qualities, and I am one of a tinkerer. I was wondering if I could maybe have a strand of that beautiful red hair. (laughs) (laughs) Psycho baby. (laughs) He's crazy. (laughs) So, roll insight. (laughs) Twelve. She looks panicked. Oh, God. (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) But not for the reasons that she should be panicked. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Oh. I I am honored, sir, by your request, but that would not be possible. I I need to keep it all on my head. Okay, fair enough. Thank you for understanding. Looks like that'd be four gold pieces for that equipment. Yes, yes, I do believe that's the uh, uh, the total with all of these. Excellent. Could you take an extra two gold pieces here and uh, give me 20 silver pieces with that? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you. As she turns to go, you notice a strand of hair fall onto the counter as she turns to go change out your gold. Quickly grab a piece of that and stow it with... The other gear that I haven't exploded yet. (laughs) Oh, boy. She comes back, sets the 20 silver on the counter, and straightens herself up. Um, Is there anything else we can do for you today? Nope, that is it. Thank you very much for your time, and you have a wonderful festival. You too, sir. Take care. Trey, once he has all of your measurements, come back in a few hours right before sundown, and I'll have it ready for you. Ah, boy... I'll leave you be, dude. I don't want to bother you. Do you have a certain time that you need me back here or just before Sunday? Seems kind of vague. I have this uncanny feeling that I'm going to have it done just in the nick of time. All right, perfect. I'm going to go get drunk then. I'll holler at you later, boy. (laughs) You enter the Little Dragon and the gentleman behind the the bar, as you you approach, just keeps, you know, his eyes keep going up and up and up. Uh... Yes, Traveler, how can we help you today? Yeah, man, I am going to play cards and see strippers later, so I'd love to get drunk, but I also find this whole ocarina here. think we could cut a little deal where I could drink for free and you throw a little gold my way and I'll entertain your, your patrons. That's an ocarina. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see how you do, and then we'll talk price afterwards. All right, word. I sit down and start playing uh, Careless Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest key possible. <laughs> Go ahead and roll that perform. 12. Damn. The tavern goers don't hate it. It's a bit of a change of pace. It's low enough that it doesn't seem to bother them. He agrees to, to cover your drinks while you play. Fine, let's do it. Strip club, is that what people said? Uh, lots so, of people wanted to do that. That's weird. So <laughs> I so I, men- I mentioned it as handbills. But what I'm probably going to do is uh, actually I'm going to do like a, a, a bark, a quiet, like a barker in the background um, mm. of the episode. <clears throat> but what you're hearing is that the that around sundown, there are three three events going on. There is a variety show at a place called the Dockside uh, featuring Big Mama Mercy, mm. a burlesque, a, a burlesque performer renowned across Corvair. She takes it all off. There is a poker game that is also being advertised near the docks, uh, not not at the same play. There, so so to, to to warn to warn everybody in advance, there are three separate locations. Um, there is a poker game with a one hundred gold buy-in, and there is um, a barbecue joint that is uh, has just has just a new barbecue joint that is just opening its doors, and. There, uh, there is a challenge to anyone who can finish a whole roast hog. There it is. <laughs> there <Shit>. it is. <laughs> I, I know what I'm doing. Challenge accepted. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Last name again. Sorry, I didn't get it written down. Oh. oh. Do you want to do uh, the burlesque show? No, no, no. We can do the barbecue first while we wait on the rest of the group to catch up to us. Okay. Uh, big, big Mama Mercy. Okay. Now and again, they're all they're all scheduled to happen uh, after sundown. So, oh, I can eat really fast. Okay, cool. I like it. <laughs> so I guess we, right. 
in the group. So we're going to eat, and then we're going to run over there and meet with them. Sweet. <laughs> That's the idea. I like it. All righty. Um, Creve, was there anything else you needed from the, the merchants? No, is it about sundown right now? No, I'm well. I'm, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing if anyone wants to do anything else before sundown right now. I had I had a weird idea. There's like, is there a place in town where someone's being stuck in the stocks for like some sort of punishment or anything for oh what God. they did? No, no. Okay, never mind. No, they're, goodness. <laughs> they're about uh, bleed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Uh, this, this is this is a proper town. We we hide our we hide our uh, sinners with shame, uh, with shame like proper people. You and your samples. What is with you? <laughs> I had another plan too. Thank you very much. Yeesh. It's not just all samples with me for crying out loud. But uh, no, other than that, I can uh, just think. Trey, as you're having a few beers, and you start to notice the sun getting dimmer. Outside, which is your cue. Uh, uh, Amalian. You head back to the Hunter's Guild, and he has it there for you. It is gorgeous. It is a beautiful... It's long enough that it comes down to about mid-shin. Hell yeah, perfect. You feel like you're wearing two full tigers. (laughs) Fuck yeah, that sounds badass. Come on down to the dockside tonight to see the beautiful, the incomparable, the biggest thing in entertainment... Big Mama Mercy! You don't want to miss this one-of-a-kind performance for this burlesque superstar's last night in Sigil Star. Big Mama Mercy, she takes it all off. Dearest Mother, great news. I finally have my dragon mark. I feel that I am learning how to control and use my power every day. However, I do need to bring to your attention something is very troubling. Please pardon my boldness, but whoever told you that the idea that a luxury airship liners do not need standard battle and protection weapons needs to be inspected as possibly being a spy. (laughs) Yes, I realize that I should not be importing my betters, but please think. Our airships are the highest quality, and the belief that all of our airships should not have the most basic protection is folly. I hope you can understand that my advice and belief is true of heart. Your loving daughter, Diana, P.S., I would like to say thank you for the line of credit. I had no idea how much weapons and lodgings could be in different towns and cities. <laughs> yes, Baron Ezravash, that does sound very much like coercion. She's clearly making a cry for help without alerting her captors. I know our houses have warred in the past, but... This is bigger than our histories. These cultists that have your daughter, they will be hunted to the ends of Corvair. But don't fear. With the minds of House Madani and the resources you can provide us, we will bring your daughter home safe. I promise. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Sagas and Shenanigans as much as we enjoyed making it for you in these dark times. You can find us at sagasandshenanigans.com, facebook.com slash sagasandshenanigans, as well as other social media sites to be determined. The adventurers are Angela Shibley as the paladin Lady Diana de Lirandar, Michael Shibley as the warlock Algernop Creve, Cody C.K. Kitts as the ranger Chris Ashtar, Anthony Bingy Bingaman as the rogue Thero de Fairlon. Michael Doherty as the cleric Reese Royce. And Trey Pack as the barbarian Trachiles. Edited and mixed by Boston McCown, recorded and published through Corporation Zero Studios. Theme song is The Gunfight by Everett Almond, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. You can learn more about that song and Everett Almond in the links in the show notes. Also, more about Creative Commons licenses at creativecommons.org. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Boston McCown, reminding you, the story stops, but never ends.
Alrighty, so what time is it? Showtime, showtime. And you have my 150, sir. And your brother. I mean, what? <laughs> We're, I'm adopted. Uh, it turns into a bolt of lightning uh, about you know five or so feet wide and uh, goes at about 120 feet. Uh, each creature in that line, you know, has got to they got to try and get out of the way or takes quite a bit of lightning damage. Um, now it can only be used once per day, but um, you can pick it back up and use it again. I'm not paying. I, I want it, but I ain't paying the guy. Ooh, can somebody steal it? He's not that good. Well, we, <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't recommend trying it in the middle of the day. Fine, mm, word. Some of the contraceptive potions have been doing very well. Among the <laughs> I am sure that they have. Uh, I will. Can I buy the biggest contraceptive potion you got? <laughs> <laughs> When you all when you all get over there, yes, uh, I'm gonna need it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that that could have got weird. All right, um, really weird. <laughs> so now that this actually has the proper price. Hey, I dated a rakshasa, so. <laughs> okay, we're at and Carol fucking basket. did you. <laughs> ah, yeah, there it is. There it fucking is. I try and glue right. those where the ruffled. So, uh, so Chris, you, you, your opinion on the masks? Yeah, uh, the masks are impending on my freedoms as a ranger to go wherever I want, uh, when I want. It's my rights, and I will absolutely wear a mask because I'm a pushover. Let's be bandits. His body, his choice. <laughs> Um, uh, Thero, your opinion on the masks? I, at this point, I, I I'll I'll take whatever it takes. But uh, I'm very cautious on the masks myself. But uh, I'll go with whatever whatever the gang goes for. Reese, your opinions on the masks? Uh, the mask is going to get in between me and the bottle that I would like to be drinking right now. We're not going to wear it now, Reese. It's later for the adventures. Oh, we're going to want to drink later, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> high five, Tracheles. Yeah, high five. Trey, uh, Tracheles, what is... There it is. Uh, Tracheles, what is your opinion on the uh, mask? I can't kiss... I can't kiss my sweet Jessica with a mask on. Uh, oh, my lady. God. <laughs> Well, one yes, so two yeses, two noes, one abstain. Hmm. Well, Diana, do you want to purchase purchase a handful of masks just in case? I can't find how much that would be. Yeah, because uh, I know I know what you're I know what you're trying to do, you sneaky little bastard. I know. Right? And uh, <laughs> uh, the ones. If you're if you're talking about the ones from the video, those were custom made. Um, I can't remember what the ones from the video were like. Just some regular, like not like shady burglar masks, but like you can't tell it's us kind of masks. I am a giant. I mean, that's literally what a shady burglar mask no, no, is. <laughs> like, like the hood, you know, like the mask situation. That's scary. Like this is just like you don't know my identity. You know, like a bird. You're wearing um, shiny plate mail. <laughs> the, the guy, the the lurch, the gentleman behind the counter. All right. Um, Chris and Diane. Chris, what would you like to do? Eh. I say that we go somewhere where um... everybody knows your name. Yeah, <laughs> what's the most entertaining thing going on right now? Uh... 
I might save myself for some of that barbecue, maybe join in some friendly eating competition and then catch some burlesque, because I'm sure there'll be plenty of hair samples and other things I can sample there. Ew. There's a whole bunch. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. 